0: Hey, this is John at The Bible Project. We've spent the
1: last five weeks on this podcast talking about the biblical theme of exile. The exile of the Judeans to Babylon in 586 BC. It's what all of us woke up thinking about this morning. So this week, we're going to bring it all together. We're going to finish this
0: conversation. Imagine being away from home for a long time. Maybe you're a soldier, or an expat, or just some sort of wanderer. And many years have gone by and you think back to the good things that made home what it was. You begin to get this nostalgia for home that grows and grows. Now, imagine after all this time, decades have passed, and you get to go back home. You arrive and you find, as great as home is, it's not
1: as wonderful as you remembered. The story of exile in the Bible is of God's people coming back to the land promised to them but the way that it's ruled and the way that they live on it is now this is our home but it's not being run like our home it's not being run by the values of God's kingdom. The ancient Israelites were stuck in Babylon homesick for the good old days of
0: King David and King Solomon and when they got to go back home they found it was nothing like they had remembered but they held on to their nostalgia as a taste for something good yet to come. Like them, we're homesick too. We have a nostalgia for things we haven't even fully experienced. Our desire is,
1: well, a desire for home because it's a desire for something that has actually never appeared in our experience. There's a memory Something only I could know It's a wild Burns everywhere I go But I know
0: the way home I know the way home. Thanks for joining us today as we finish up our conversation on the exile Here we go
1: You want to try and summarize it
0: all Well, let me try it in a way we haven't summarized it. Okay. Okay. You know that feeling that while this is our home, this is our family, these are our friends, this is my job, this is my existence. It doesn't feel right. Mm. Something's missing. Mm. Something's incomplete. I'm home, but I feel like a stranger in my own existence. Mm. I think a lot of people can identify Mm. with that, Mm. what we've been calling the existential angst. Mm. What is that? Why is that? Well, here's how the Bible talks about it. The Bible talks about humanity having a home that wouldn't create that angst, where things are good, where relationships are right, Mm. where uh, there's a connection with the divine, with Mm. God, where... You're not trying to figure out what's good and bad on your own. You actually are doing Mm. this in this relationship with a power that's greater than you Mm. and that's wiser than you. Mm. And it leads to abundance and peace. That's actually what we're craving. And that's what the Garden of Eden was. And that was lost. And so the first story of the Bible is really about how we are strangers in Mm -hmm. our own land we've been banished from what is truly good Mm. and now we're just kind of aching for it Mm.
1: sorry I just uh, I hate to interrupt you yeah summarizing but it reminded me of the C.S. Lewis quote that captures like precisely what you're getting at this the existential angst okay it's in the weight of glory okay which is a whole essay that he wrote about how our existential longings are pointers to not projections that we're just fantasizing about and projecting up into the sky, but that they're real. Mm-hmm. And he calls it the inconsolable longing. Do you know mm. about this passage?
0: Uh, I might be familiar with it. Okay. Right. It's from the weight is this, of glory. Is this the word like eating mud pies kind of thing? No. No. Okay. It's different,
1: but it's, it's, that is also in the weight of glory. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he calls it a desire for a far off country. That's mm. why I'm thinking of it mm. a desire for home. Mm. So he says, in speaking of this desire for our own far off country that we find in ourselves even now I feel a certain shyness. I'm almost committing an indecency trying to name it. I'm trying to rip open the inconsolable secret in each one of us. It's a secret that hurts so much that we take revenge on it by calling it names like nostalgia (laughs) or romanticisms, Hmm. or remembering our adolescence. Hmm. It's a secret that pierces with such sweetness <laughs> that when in very intimate conversation the mention of it becomes imminent and we grow awkward and we try to laugh at ourselves. It's a secret Which we I'm cannot hide a secret we cannot tell though we decide desire to do both. We can't tell about it because it's a desire for something that has actually never appeared in our experience. Mm. We can't hide it because our life experiences are constantly suggesting this longing and we betray ourselves like lovers at the mention of a name. Some call it beauty, hmm. our experience of beauty, yeah, and act as if that settled the matter. <laughs> but this is a cheat. If we could go back to those moments in the past, we would find not the thing itself but only the reminder of it and what we remembered experiencing would turn out itself to be only a remembering. Okay, here we go. This gets even better. It is already really good. <laughs> he says, the books or the music in which we thought our experience of beauty was located, these will betray us if we trust it to them. Hmm. The beauty was never in them. Rather, it came through them. And what came through them was the longing. These things, like beauty, Nostalgia, the memory of our past, are only images of what we really desire. But if we mistake them for the thing itself, Mm. they turn into dumb idols, Mm. breaking the hearts of their worshipers. They are not the thing itself. It's the last line. They are only the scent of a flower we have not yet found, (laughs) the echo of a tune we have not yet heard, and news from a country we have not yet visited. He opens and closes Mm-hmm. With the far away. With these far down. off land. So beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, his point. Well, I, I don't even need to say it. What, do I need to summarize? No. Like No, we get it's it. the longing. It's the longing. And his point
0: is don't make that longing an idol to mm-hmm. where you are mm-hmm. now just trying to seek mm-hmm. the things that stirred up that longing. Yes. You're now trying to seek those as the end.
1: In a way, that's an interesting way to think about Babylon it's a way of securing and trying to make material and normal the thing the th- what f- transcendence i think portland's actually pretty good at that yeah actually <laughs> right many many cities are they become playgrounds and distractions yeah for like yeah, yeah that's you, true you think Gardening is yeah.
0: blissful. Yeah. And, and, and in a and, way, it is. And completes some longing in your soul. Yeah. Let's double down and make everyone's front yard a garden. Yeah. And a chicken farm. A, <laughs> and a chicken farm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And that will solve it. And I guess what C.S. Lewis mm-hmm. is saying is mm-hmm. we'll know that feeling you got while gardening. Mm-hmm. That was an echo of a tune we haven't yes. yet heard. Yes. Yeah. So enjoy it mm-hmm. and let it point yes. you towards this thing
1: but don't mistake it for home
0: but don't mistake it for home you're true while yeah while you do it
1: yeah just paid it appreciate it, and, it. And appreciate it it's almost like the analog of loyalty and subversion hmm. I appreciate it but I'm not right? gonna worship it but I don't uh, mistake it for the meaning of my life right and so in the same way we are called to love God and love neighbor yeah and we might come up with a really great system yeah, or a way of organizing a neighborhood or a country Yeah, that fosters that. But inevitably, it will have brokenness and selfishness built into it. And the idolatry is to name this particular yeah. solution. solution as the divine answer. It's kind of why they, and, the
0: Jewish festival of Sukkot, it's like, mm. hey, we love our home. Mm. But like, let's once a week. Y- once, just a like, li- once a year. Once a year, sorry. For <laughs> a week. Yeah. Live outside of it. Yes. Like, like we don't have a home. Yes. Because let's not mistake this as our
1: real home. Yeah. It's very similar.
0: So getting back to the Garden of Eden thing. So the Garden of Eden is saying, if we could put a name to the tune we have not heard, Mm, mm. if we could put a name to the the flower that, or what does he say? The smell of a... The
1: scent of a flower we have not yet found.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The scent of a flower we have not yet found. Yeah, If that has a name and a picture, Mm. the biblical picture is of Eden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is a very simple yet... Mm. Mm. You know, not very mm. concrete picture. I mean, it's yeah, there's not a lot there.
1: Yeah, well, it's just of this amazing garden. It's an amazing garden. It's got four rivers. Yeah. If you believe in a beautiful mind and heart, out of which the universe right sprang, that that being wants to be in very close, intimate. It's the place where you can be you. in complete, which which means close, intimate. Yeah, connection. to know that you belong in this world. Yeah. And that you're welcome here. I see. And that you're loved yeah. and have a role and a purpose, right? That's, I think that's what it means to believe in the Christian God, just <laughs> yeah. to believe all those things. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Eden. So, what we're that's talking home. about is home yeah. with home. a capital H. That's right. Yes. And
0: what we have is echoes of that mm. that are very tangible. Mm-hmm. That's so funny to be yeah. reminded of something you've never experienced. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the whole thing is the Lewis is it. riffing that's off right. of there. That's right, yeah. And, yeah. and that's the reality is we're, be, like, we're constantly being reminded mm. of this state mm-hmm. of being mm-hmm. that we've never experienced but somehow we long for. Mm-hmm. And it's capital and, H HOME.
1: That, yeah, and we get glimpses, real, gl- real glimpses of yeah. through life experiences yeah. that make us want more of that. <laughs> and they give us peace. So yeah. that's, yeah, that's that? the image
0: of Genesis. But then you get yeah. the story of Israel. Yes. And the story of Israel is a man named Abraham who was called by God to make a family that lives by such an ethic mm. that they can um, recreate mm. that reality. Mm. Or at least experience more.
1: Yeah, experience, experience within their family. within
0: their family. More. And then take it outside of their family. Yeah. And that the nations can experience it mm-hmm. to find that sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he say? The pierced with such sweetness. That's such a good line. Yeah. And so Abraham's called to do that. Along with that is mm-hmm. this promise that he'll have a place to call home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he was a wanderer. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a, he didn't have a homeland. Yes. And so that becomes the promised land. Which now, the people of Israel, mm-hmm. who eventually inhabit mm-hmm. the, the descendants of Abraham, inhabiting the promised land, they see that as this image of Eden, this mm-hmm. abstraction mm-hmm. of what Eden mm-hmm. b- represents. Well, more as
1: a uh, reverse, the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. The concrete.
0: Yeah, the concrete example, the example of, of this yes, Eden home um, yeah. abstraction. And it makes sense because that's what God was calling mm-hmm. Israel to create. Mm-hmm but they're banished from it Mm -hmm. because they are, Mm -hmm. they're not creating it but they're creating Babylon Mm -hmm. within it. Mm -hmm. And so their, their banishment from exile or their banishment from Israel Mm. puts them, makes them exiles in Mm -hmm. a foreign country into Babylon. Mm -hmm. And now they're looking at this biblical story of Adam and Eve being banished from the garden. They're saying, yeah, that's our story being Mm -hmm. banished from the good. Mm -hmm. But while the Garden of Eden actually was good, like Israel never actually <laughs> yeah, sure. like attained that. Yeah. But they were called to it, but yes. they never actually attained it.
1: Yes, and they turned to stories from their past. Right, the nostalgia. Yeah, the nostalgia yeah. of the eras of David and yeah. Solomon. Because it the was... the closest yes. experiences they can think An of. An echo of the tune. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because that's why, all they have. Yes, which is why... The hoped-for age of the kingdom of God is described as the reign of not even a new David. Ezekiel just calls the Messiah in the kingdom of God. He calls the Messiah David. Mm, yeah. Just David. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> um, get, let's get him back in charge. Yeah, that's exactly it. And what they don't mean is, let's like time warp. Right. Historical David. What they mean is... Let's resurrect his body and put him in the um, ultimate throne. home that David represents in their... Yeah. Imagination. In their hope. Yeah. and in their scriptures is, yeah. is what they want
0: yeah yeah david is the scent of the flower they have not seen yeah Bec- but it's what they have yeah that's right Then they come back to the land. So, they're now in the land that's supposed to be Mm -hmm. home, Mm -hmm. capital H, home, Mm -hmm. the thing itself, and it's not yet. Mm -hmm. So, because of that, Mm -hmm. there's still this sense of, well, we're still exiles. Yes.
1: We've come back from Babylon, but we're still in exile.
0: And because of the sense of we're still exiles, then along with that comes this complimentary sense of, well, this is the land, but this is also Babylon. Mm Mm-hmm it's yeah. like this other
1: yes and so that's the point at which exile becomes a metaphor for time yeah so now and a kind of place a kind of place geography.
0: so i'm in the right place yeah. i'm in the right land that yeah. god promised my mm. forefather abraham mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's not in the right state mm. and it won't be in the right state until there's the right yeah. age with the king and so i'm an exile to this time period mm-hmm. waiting for the kingdom of God to come. Mm -hmm. But there's still this hope. Mm. Ultimately, the reason why God promised that to Abraham Mm. was to bless the nations. Mm. And he was giving Abraham that land Mm. for that purpose. Mm. And so now jumping forward Mm. into Mm. the new covenant with Mm. Jesus, who says, I am what Israel Mm. was meant to be. Mm And the kingdom of God has come and is coming with me. And and go to all the world. Mm-hmm. Go to all the nations and have people be part of this. Mm-hmm. And so when Paul t- thinks about Abraham, he doesn't say Abraham's inheritance was the land. Yeah. He says Abraham's inheritance was the whole world. Yes. Because yeah. that's ultimately was yeah. the goal. Yep. And then you get to Peter who's talking to non-Jewish people who are now being invited into the story, who have who have come into the story mm-hmm. and are following mm. Jesus and the way of this new kingdom mm. and are identifying more with that kingdom mm. than their own homes. Mm. And because of that, Peter says, you're an exile. Mm-hmm. But they're not an exile of place. Mm-hmm. They're now realizing they're an exile of the age. Yes. And their loyalty is ultimately mm-hmm. to a new age. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: So that longing mm. is telling you you are an exile. That's mm-hmm. what that longing is. Yeah, that longing is is telling you, like mm. you don't actually yes. belong to this. And what do we mean by this? Yeah. Not this land, mm-hmm. not this, not these relationships, mm-hmm. but the state in which it's in.
1: Yeah. Yep. This was and this is. Yeah. This was such a big theme in Lewis's writings of our life experience. If we look at the longings that it generates in us but that are impossible to meet. <laughs> yeah. Truly impossible to meet. He believes that's an indicator of something greater for which we are made. Yeah. That simply won't go be satisfied in our experience of the world as we know it. Right. Something has to fundamentally change for our experience of desire for love and belonging and identity and purpose. That it, those will always yeah. be met only with Frustration, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or only half fulfillment in the world as you and I know it, which means, yeah, not a longing for another place, but a, a another kind of world, which this world is destined to become.
0: I mean, it would be very much like if you lived in a town that was taken over by another yep. empire, yeah, yeah, and you're just waiting, yes, that's right, for yeah. the king to come back, yeah, and say, okay, yeah. guys, I'm yeah. in charge again. Yep. We're going to make it like it used to be.
1: Yeah. Or make it what it's supposed to be. Got but it. that's
0: just the nostalgia yes, yes, of yeah. like what you good. think you want. Yeah,
1: good. It's a good analogy. Right? Like, it's a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah. You just captured the narrative arc in terms of that longing. Yeah. You could condense it, but that's a good way of actually uniting. all. No, them. I
0: think it should be about 20 minutes long. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I think there might be something there. But then but then after that, if there's time, you can talk about, well, what does that look like practically? Yeah. The, and yeah. That's the wisdom warrior. That's wisdom the, and the warrior loyalty and subversion. Mm-hmm. But I guess we haven't really answered the question is, why is Jesus' ethic and the kingdom of God, mm. why is that an answer to your longing, mm. right? Mm. Like
1: we've never really explained that. Why is that an answer? Well, the answer, what's revealed on the cross is that God is so committed in love and generosity to making our world what it's supposed to be, that he takes into himself the consequences of our creation of Babylon, I suppose. That's what within this kind of way of thinking about it. Yeah. Because it meets the longing of home, which is the things I described earlier, like to know that I am welcome in the world, that I belong and have a purpose and that I'm loved. And the Christian story, I think, is a way of saying that some things might make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. But if you're honest, you only partially experience that love and welcome and security and belonging. Yeah. Even though it's the thing we're all looking for. And then those few experiences where we do feel them tend to fade or be only temporary mm-hmm. or connected to really unpredictable people mm-hmm. who sometimes love us and sometimes don't. Yeah. And so.
0: Yeah. Think back to the time where you felt most mm-hmm. loved, mm-hmm. most secure. Most at home, mm-hmm. the capital H. Mm-hmm. And if you really dissect it, you'll realize you are only getting yes whiffs of yeah what that really is. It yes. was it was actually yeah it was actually compromised yeah in some way
1: yes yeah and that's why uh, for people who grow up in really really healthy families, but they eventually grow up and they s- discover their parents are really. F- just mortal, flawed. Yeah. You know? Right. And then, uh, right? And uh, actually, even children who don't, who grew up in unhealthy, who do grow up in unhealthy families, but still, because the way psychology works, you still, I'd idolize your parents. Yeah. And the moment your parents are dethroned as (laughs) demigods, Mm. you know, or immortals, yeah, all of a sudden, the world becomes a little less stable. Yeah. And for some kids, that happens, like, really young. Mm. And it's, really challenging yeah but whatever like we're resilient creatures right? but it's that destabilizing of the world and recognizing like oh this isn't the place where my hopes and dreams are really going to come true and then you have a question you can say my hopes and dreams are just utopian fantasies or do they point to something that's more ultimate and more real and true and uh, the christian claim is that it's Jesus is the embodiment of those. It's like God reaching out into Babylon to tell us that those aren't mere fantasies Mm. and that his ultimate purpose is to create a world where everyone is welcome and where everyone has a place and is loved. Uh, What else does the cross and the resurrection mean except that?
0: I guess one temptation is, if I can get you the point to say, yeah, it's true. There is that longing. I have that longing. Mm -hmm. I'm not at home. I'll Mm -hmm. grant you that. Mm -hmm. But... Why Hmm. now make myself a part of this Ah. guy's Jesus' kingdom? Yeah. Like, what makes his kingdom the right way Hmm. to find home Hmm. versus Hmm. I could probably come up with a way, right? Like, why not just go at it on my own? Yeah. And I just feel like we're taking that piece for granted. And that's not what this video is about, I suppose. Yeah, but it's a good question. Yeah. And I think you spoke to it. Well— A little Um, bit.
1: Yeah, but I think you can speak to it more. And this gets back to like real classic, like gospel kind of stuff. Yeah. Like the moment I can say, why don't I just adopt this philosophy of life and accept the world as it comes to me. Instead of trying to make the world into a place that meets my needs. Yeah. feel like, home? why don't I just accept it as it is.
0: The the smell of
1: the rose I've never, will never
0: see. Yeah. Is all I'll get. Yeah. So I need to learn to enjoy that, yes, and be okay yeah. with that and not yeah. and let that longing, that bitter sweetness of the longing, mm-hmm. just be an end in a, of itself. Yeah.
1: So I, you can go that route. I think that's the route that many Eastern religious traditions go, mm-hmm. which is to say, deep longings of the human heart for love and life and the tragedy that death represents to us. those are illusions. Yeah. And what we need to do is learn how to make peace with reality as it actually is, which is ultimately one of disappointment leading to death. And the more I can shed my individual persona yeah. that's looking to meet all these needs, mm. the more I'll...
0: and the Christian story is build a home here. Yes. And, bu- yeah. and make a garden. Yeah. And pray for it, but yes, yes. don't yeah. uh, don't give up your hope for a home. That's
1: right. Those longings are real. Because they point to someone who wants to invite us to be at home in this world and who loves us deeply. It was interesting
0: when you were talking about coming to peace with just that Eastern mentality of coming to peace with there's good and there's bad. Yes. And that's just reality and joy for what it is. it yeah. is. That's kind of like saying, hey, Daniel, just be a Babylonian.
1: yeah yeah and, that's right yeah these hopes for eden and new creation yeah. that was all kind of silly wasn't it
0: yeah but be a babylonian in a very right. like nihilistic way just kind of like yeah. well i am yeah. to enjoy this for what it is totally. i'm not a babylonian yep but this is what i got mm-hmm. and i'm gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. um, i'm going to detach myself enough from this mm-hmm. and just kind of experience it mm-hmm. the biblical answer was make a home there yeah but don't make it your ultimate home yeah don't and be satisfied so you yeah. can make home in the sense of like yes. there is wisdom yeah. in accepting suffering yes. and accepting yes. like the bad and realizing mm-hmm. that it's a mixed bag and every sweet moment also has bitterness and every bitter moment has sweetness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that is life and reality mm. and in a way you can plant a garden in that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that isn't our true home I think that's an interesting nuance.
1: It makes me think of when we were talking about Daniel earlier, the ethic of the wisdom warrior is a practice of radical doubt. Radical doubt. Yeah. So you can doubt the empire and its claims to define whatever ultimate significance, but you can also doubt pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, or our experiences of beauty, mm-hmm. um, that these hints of meaning and purpose that we get in a friend or a loved one, or a good meal, or gardening. And it's also doubting those experiences to a certain sense, to say those are good for what they are, but they are not the new creation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, They're just a whiff of the flower that I haven't yet smelled. Yes, totally. Yeah, the biblical story, it is. It's a state of paradox. It is, yeah. Of both accepting and being grateful for what is beautiful and good in this world, but also not being satisfied with the world as we know it. You
0: know what's so cool about that plant a garden image and then you just used another one, make a meal, Mm. is in order to garden or to make a meal, there's a lot of mess, right? (laughs) And you've got to kill some things to make a meal especially. Mm. And you've got to really get dirty when you're gardening and you're dealing with really messy things. And that's the same thing if we're just going to get really abstract and talk about Mm. the existential angst or suffering Mm. or depression Mm. or loneliness like those things are real and you can make a meal out of them, mm. right? You can mm. plant a garden in mm. them. Mm. You could find good within them.
1: Yes. Yeah. Those those discard pieces become the, the actual materials out of which. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's, and yeah. that's kind of the basis of like yeah. a good Eastern theology. Mm. Mm. But then you don't go as far as saying, mm. then that's all there is. Mm-hmm. Because then a biblical theology would say, mm-hmm. and and then actually hope and have allegiance to mm-hmm. something greater, yeah. while while you're making a meal out of it and making yes. your garden there, yeah, yeah, and sure. marrying your children within it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's the book of Ecclesiastes. It's the book
0: of Ecclesiastes.
1: The book of Ecclesiastes is the radical doubt applied to like the existential longings. Yeah, huh. and then the book of Daniel is the radical doubt applied to. Living among the empires Being, of this world, I've never a, thought in of a it political that way. movement, right? But yeah. that's Ecclesiastes. It is, yeah. is, Hey, enjoy, enjoy it. goodness for what it is, yeah. but don't don't mistake it mistake for, it for life's purpose and meaning. Yeah. Or else you're going to be really disappointed. Yeah. yeah. There's a time
0: for everything, and so yes. yeah. So mourn and celebrate mm-hmm. under the sun. Yeah, it's time for everything under the sun. Yeah. But then, yeah. but fear God. Yeah. And yeah. Hope ultimately for yeah what he's gonna do
1: yeah <laughs> yeah man there's yeah there's a lot this video could be that'll preach yeah totally <laughs> yeah yeah i think this is a very powerful theme in the bible it's a way of thinking about the whole story exile and being at home exile and homecoming mm-hmm. how to live in exile not rejecting this place that you are but Also, seeing it realistically for what it is. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, it was the passion of this Bible scholar, Daniel Smith Christopher. He wrote two really significant works on it because he thought it was really important a way that the modern Western church, especially, really needs to listen to this theme in the Bible because it could help us recover a way of not feeling so comfortable in our culture.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bible Project podcast. Our show today was produced by Dan Gummel, with music by Cody Brotherton at Hear the Story and Andrew Garlucky. We've got a Q&R episode on exile coming up next. So if you have a question about anything that we've been discussing around this biblical theme of exile, send it on to us info at jointhebibleproject.com. You can record the audio of your question, keep it to about 20 seconds or so, and give us your name and where you live. Looking forward to responding to your questions next week. We believe the Bible is an un un-fi- All right. Unified. Let's start U- yeah, yeah. We believe the Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus. We are, cow- we are a coward-funded project. Coward-funded. coward <laughs> Oh, crowd. <laughs> Start from, we are crowd crowd okay. We are a crowd Okay. We are a crowd project by people like me. Find free video study notes and more at thebibleproject.com. Perfect. Great. Wait, cow crowd. No, no.